Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fix. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology, Enneagram coach, and mama to Bear and Camille. I'm passionate about helping people become the best versions of themselves. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hello, friends. It's us. We're getting, we're getting started for the second time. The good news <laughs> is we got disconnected and I pretty much always said it was hello. <laughs> but and we started talking about how sacred Patreon is. Yes, our sacred because Patreon is. space. We are doing a catch up today and I feel like we've got, we have quite a bit to catch up on from just feedback wise from the last episode. It's been overwhelming positive and amazing and wonderful. And I also feel like, you know, there's some follow-up to that conversation. And I think Laura, you shared in Patreon, but you had like another trip that you've got to re you've got to recap. We get to hear you recap and some stuff going on too. And yeah, we're just ready for a catch up. We had mentioned on the previous recording, like it's fall. It's like a whole new season, like officially official fall since the last time we recorded. And it feels good. It feels yeah. good. I think the last time we were on, I was like, I'm not ready. I'm feeling emotional. It's like, I'm not ready for summer to go. What did I do with it? And I'm like, okay, I'm settling into fall. And it's actually really lovely. And we're having the most, we had like a complete shit spring, but this fall has been absolutely glorious. So leaning in and we have like a dabble, like yesterday felt like fall. And then today's like, you know, it's crisp and cold in the morning, but now it's going to be in the high sixties and the sun is out. So I'm like, I can do this gradual transition. It's really nice. Well, it is actually really nice here in Texas, too. Usually I'm like, well, it's just hot. I mean, it's still getting into like the low 90s, like 90, 91 is the high, I think. Oh, my God. But when we wake up, it's like in the 60s, which is just, it's just amazing. All the Texans are like already pulling out their Ugg boots and their sweaters and like. (laughs) I'm over here like, I'm going to wear shorts as long as physically possible and I'm going to go outside before the sun comes up and put my bare feet on the ground but like those days man I'm going to try and get my feet on the ground every morning but I might have to start waiting till the sun comes up at least because it's uh it's cold and I also there's a lot of power in keeping your body warm (laughs) to avoid like to fend off sickness so I gotta do some more research and see somehow find the middle ground between the benefits of grounding and also staying warm through this season shift stay tuned i'll, I'll share what i learned oh, i'm intrigued i'm intrigued <laughs> yeah. i haven't i haven't heard much about that so keep us posted 
I will, especially after I'm on the other end of this potential cold. I'm like doing, I don't know if you guys can hear it, a little bit snotty, like a little bit, not phlegmy, but just stuffy. But I'm hitting it with every supplement I got and trying to just, again, slow down. And hopefully this is the extent of it. So I will report back. Report back. I like a bunch of kids in Bear's class. Well, not a bunch. I mean, here and there, we've been getting like emails like someone in your your kid's classroom tested positive for COVID, like just be on the watch. And so the last weekend, Bear came home and was just like not himself and like super snotty and like just coughing and just, you know, he's generally like pretty energetic. And so we tested like multiple times and it just, it wasn't COVID. It was just like, well, I don't imagine know, that, that there's still there are still <laughs> bugs out there that aren't COVID. I just it's figured just because it was thing. so like his good friends had COVID, like the kids he like sits at a desk with. I was like, well, it's got to be COVID, and then like, no, it's not. I I just I don't know. It's it's strange. Well, I'm definitely getting to the place, and we don't necessarily need to have a conversation about COVID because I know, oddly, it's just so bizarre to me that like a, a sickness has become so controversial, but. It's like, I don't know if you're sick, you're sick, you stay home, you rest, you supplement, you wait for your symptoms to go away and then you return. It's like, why? I just don't understand the obsession. And I'm sorry if I, I'm I'm not sorry. I hope that I'm not offending anyone, but I just don't understand the obsession with testing and having to know for certain what it is. You know, I just, I, I don't think I'll ever understand that maybe early on when there was still so much unknown. But at this point, I just, I don't know. We, we would, I, I, yeah. I guess I'm going to leave it at that because I could just keep going and it's probably not for the best. Let's transition away from that to back to Patreon and that sacred space. (laughs) Oh, and do you want to announce our newest Patreon member? I do because she's one of my best friends in the whole world and I'm just so tickled. I don't think I've ever really used that word, but (laughs) in this case, I'm so tickled. One of my best friends, Shelby, has become a patron of our Modern Mamas podcast Patreon, and she's also coming to the retreat, and she lives in Santa Cruz, and I am like giddy with anticipation and excitement uh, for that, for both, to get to connect with her more often through Zoom stuff, and then also, and all the things we do in that Patreon family, and then also get to hug her real time in November. It's going to be pure magic. So Shelby, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know I've already told you that multiple times in real time. I'm so grateful for the support. Every single person who's a part of our Patreon community is just, I don't really have the words for how special that is. Yeah. It's, it's pretty incredible. It's one of those things like our zoom, we do that monthly zoom hang and this last one was just so good and like much needed. And the people, like not every time everyone can show up, but it's like everyone who shows up, like I feel like needs it bring something to the table we all leave like feeling refreshed and you know just i don't know it's a special it's a special place it's a special place it's super special i love it and you know i I mentioned the retreat as well and we are i guess unofficially officially closing registration this friday will be the last day and Mm -hmm. we're recording this on a thursday so that'll be tomorrow but this Mm -hmm. doesn't air until what like five days later yeah so because you're listening, let's say you're hearing this for the first time because I understand that life is crazy mm-hmm. and sometimes we miss things. And I've actually had people reach out and be like, when are you going to announce the retreat details? They've been announced. And if you're just <laughs> hearing this for the first time and you're like, oh crap, I missed my chance. Or if you did hear it, but like life got wild and you didn't get a chance to register, shoot us a message. We will reopen it uniquely for you. <laughs> so just let us know. We want to work, work with you, but 
you know, I just feel like one more announcement, even though it's going to be past the actual officially closed date, just to give anyone who might have missed that chance a chance because we want to see you so badly. Totally, totally. We'll we'll make it happen. I just I'm so excited. It's going to be, you know, intentionally small and. We have so many people that like have never been to a retreat event or like an event before with us. And I don't know. I'm, I mean, obviously I'm going to miss our OGs that like have come to the last couple ones, but it's also really fun to like, you know, meet new people, see new people, hug new people. Totally. And if maybe that's been a reason why you've been holding off, like, oh, everyone who's going to be there has done this before. It's so new to me. You, it will be new to everyone except for Jess and I, even Ashley, our mm-hmm. new assistant, it's going to be her first. So come join us. And just know that you will not be alone in it being your first retreat because it will be everyone's first retreat. And I, you know, it holds us a very special place in my heart because we are going to be in Santa Cruz. And that just feels really lovely. If you didn't know, that's where Evie was born. We lived there for two years before we moved into the van and traveled. And I grew up, that was like my beach town, you know, so it's just, it's so fun to be going back. I can't wait. And I just, right before we hopped on, was listening to the Voxer where you brought up potentially going a day early and doing a little Mm -hmm. bit of work stuff and that i'm super pumped to see if that works out because okay good agreed. more time in santa cruz and more, more time, time in santa just cruz. yeah Le- unless like traveling again i feel like it's always fun to travel but like you know the beginning yeah. of the year is so hard and i totally. just feel like we can kill a couple birds with a big giant stone yeah so in <laughs> case you're like what the heck we were planning on doing a work retreat in january you know, after all the, this podcast retreat and everything is all said and done. And we're like, well, let's just loop it into one. So we're going a day early. And what's cool for the, those of you who are coming to the retreat is we're, you're, we're going to be fresh off the heels of like hours of sitting down and like getting excited about what's to come with the podcast. And we can't keep secrets. And so everyone at the retreat will probably be, <laughs> they will, they will get to hear all of the goods coming for 2023. So that's really fun to think about too. Totally. Huh. Looking, looking forward to it. It's, Me too. It's, it's going to be, be here great. before we know it too. I, know, I feel like, you know, it's, I mean, so wild. It was just yesterday. That it was like, we've got two months and now it's like almost yeah, one we're month. Like barely a month out. Yeah. We're getting Ugh. closer. What is up y'all? You all, you beauties. Jess here to chat about one of our longest running sponsors, Paleo Valley. It's strange because even though they've been with us forever, I still feel like I never run out of things to talk about when it comes to their products. Today, I want to chat about one of their most incredible offerings, the grass-fed organ complex. Raise your hand if you've tried a thousand different ways to incorporate grass-fed liver into your diet because you've heard it's good for you. It cannot just be me. The good news is, yes, organ meats from Happy Cows are excellent sources of full-spectrum nutritional superfoods that support your body in every way. And you don't have to hide liver in your meatloaf anymore with Paleo Valley Organ Complex. Bonus, you don't just get the nutrients from liver. The organ complex includes grass-fed kidney and heart, and they make sure that they preserve these nutrients by gently freeze-drying them to protect all those vital goodies. You're going to find excellent levels of vitamins A, B2, B3, 5, 6, 9, and 12, and not to mention minerals like iron, phosphorus, zinc, copper, and selenium, and other goodies like CoQ10 and important amino acids. The nutrients from these grass-fed superfood supplements have been shown to boost cardiovascular health, connective tissue and joint health, digestive health, blood flow, immunity, thyroid function, fertility, and so much more. This is the supplement I would take if I could only take one. I love it that much. If you want to check out Paleo Valley's grass-fed organ complex and invest in a supplement powerhouse, head over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas and use the code modern mamas at checkout for 15% off your order. You will love it. 
Is Indy waking up or is she No, snooze? she's snoozing. Nice. So we should do some updates. Maybe I yeah, should get you go first. first. You go first. What's going on <laughs> like, in your girlfriend? Like, do you want to so, update just, us, answer any, like, yeah, I know burning, well, I pod, or per, burning Instagram questions. I did. And I feel like it's fitting since she is sleeping. You know, if I have people reach out and ask me questions on Instagram through DM often. And my time right now, you know, it's, it's sacred. <laughs> it always is. Every, all of our time is always sacred, but I have very little of it. And so this feels like a more intimate space to talk about the more intimate things. So if you have questions, feel free to ask me in DMs. And then I always screenshot them and put them in a folder. And then this is a great place for me to be able to answer those. So the question that I got was, Laura, I would love to know how you navigate naps with Indy right now. I know sleep can be a controversial topic. And then she put in parentheses, why? (laughs) But I would love to know what you have found to work as a rhythm for your family. I so admire and respect so much of what you shared on here and many aspects. Oh, that's really sweet. And have adapted many into our lifestyle. That's really, really kind. Okay. Aww. She talks about sourdough. <laughs> Your sourdough recipe was the very first that got me on board with it years ago. Gosh, it makes me actually want to cry. <laughs> we have an eight-month-old who was born at home just three weeks after Indy. We bed chair and nurse on demand as well. He is also teething just like yours, so I know there are a lot of variables, but would love to know if you found a good rhythm for this season of teething and so many changes with Indy growing. Thanks in advance for Mama, who has learned so, so much from you. <laughs> Thank you, friend, so much. And yeah, I just like... This is the kind of thing that I love to share here because, first of all, I can just talk, you know, uh, without having to worry about word character count and DMs and all that, plus just the space to share vulnerably. And, you know, like she mentioned, like, why is sleep so controversial? And I feel like when I share in stories, you know, I'll be like, unpopular opinion, but I love bed sharing. Or I'll share something about naps and, like, in parentheses, be like, not asking for advice because people get so fired up about it, which is so funny to me. Anyways, all that to say... We have found a really good rhythm, and some of that rhythm has stemmed from surrendering to the to her rhythms and surrendering to the fact that I'm not going to have a set rhythm every day. And I am so at peace with it, and it's made my life so much easier, and I know that's not the story for everybody, but I'm way more into like reading her signals and then sometimes also having to navigate like her signals in combination with having to get big sis to school and like having to take care of some things, and I've got a meeting here or there, and so... I'd say Indy and I are working cohesively to find the rhythm for the day and just to ensure she's getting enough sleep. And that means sometimes it's on my body, especially through teething. But I am grateful that up until the past few days where she's cutting like three teeth at once on the top and fighting off a bit of a cold, nighttime sleep has not been that dramatically impacted by teething. It's more daytime sleep and daytime mood. And so our nighttime rhythms are right by seven o'clock, I'm nursing her in bed. We do a magnesium, like uh, Epsom salt bath, and then get her all ready. I'm nursing her in bed by 7. She's usually out by 7.15. Before I nurse her, though, I always hold her. And she knows now. It's like clockwork. I hold her in my arms. She drops her thumb, if it's even in her mouth. And she will cry as much as she needs to. Sometimes it's literally like 90 seconds of kind of fussing. Sometimes it's, it's, she's gone as long as like 30 minutes. And this all stems back to the Eliza Parker stuff, the aware parenting stuff. We've had Eliza on multiple times. So she'll release. I always ask her like, how was your day? And she just lets, lets, lets loose whatever she needs to feel. And then she'll hunker in, I'll nurse her and she'll slowly fall asleep. And then I just kind of put her upright. So that's like a nursing position. Then I put her upright on my chest and just kind of rub her back as she like gets all the way dozy and all the way out which I love because then she's not necessarily getting into a deep sleep like on my nipple. She's getting into a deep sleep just on her own on my chest. And then I roll to my side and I lay her down 
I lay next to her for like five seconds with my hand on her back and then I get up and leave. I'm able to come and then I go lay with Evie and we do our nighttime routine and then I spend like 10 minutes with Rusty and then I go to bed. But so that's nighttime and I, she lays next to me. And so up until probably a month ago, every time she woke up, I like to scoop her up into my arms and sit upright myself and nurse her that way. But as of late, as she's gotten bigger, unless I can tell she needs a cry, I'll just roll over and sideline nurse her back to sleep. And that's on a normal rhythm. That's once to maybe twice a night. And usually it's around like one or two a.m. And then the next time she wakes up will be between four and five. And that's when I start my day. So that feels like the morning for me anyways. And so that's kind of how nighttime works. And then in the morning, she'll, you know, barring teething and, and unusual things, she'll just usually snooze until about seven. And that's been getting earlier, but I think as it's now darker later, it'll probably go back to around seven. But with teething, she's had some mornings because Rusty's gone. So he leaves at 5.45 to go coach. And so but that's also my work time. So if she wakes up and it's clear that like, I'm not going to get her back down, I'll change her diaper and I'll just put her in the carrier and she'll usually fall back asleep. And that's, you know, that, that because she needs that sleep in the morning. So if she's up before six, I usually will put her in the carrier and she'll fall back asleep. She's just needing to touch my body and I'm fine with that. And I know not everyone feels that way. It doesn't mean I never get touched out or anything along those lines, but it's very, very real to me that this is fleeting and that she, like, I know how fast it goes. It's, she's already nine months as of in two days. And I, we've said it again, we've said it before and I'll say it again, like this time of being needed in this way will not last. And so Oftentimes when she's seating, you know, I naps will be on my body. And then if I'm home and I've got help, like I have with carpool and whatnot, the morning nap is usually between like nine and 10 is when she'll go down. We're slowly pushing it back to 1030 because I've, there's a wonderful gal that works at the coffee shop that's attached to our gym and her big sisters have helped with carpool for us. And she's 16 and she's going to start coming over once or twice a week between 8.30 and 10.30. So I like to push in these nap back a little bit so that I've got that time in the morning with her where I'm not like putting her down for a nap. I've got someone here who can play with her, which I'm sure will gradually work towards and I can use that time for work. So she goes down between 9 and 10, usually 9.30 and 10.30. And I follow the same rhythm as I do for bedtime. Hold her in my arms, give her a chance to cry. And then same thing, put her down, roll away. And right now she's not, I don't even want to say anything. She's napping and it's great. And if that, you know, or if I've got to be out and about and I'm taking Evie somewhere, she'll sleep in the car seat. I try to do one nap a day, whether it's the morning or the afternoon. She's typically just a two nap a day person or baby. And sometimes one of them is like 15, 20 minutes. And that's just the way that it is. But if I'm out and about in the morning, I try to prioritize a nap at home in the afternoon. But again, sometimes in this season with teething, it's just like she will wake up after 15 minutes. And that's typically when I'll just put her in the carrier, take care of stuff in the kitchen or go for a walk and she'll sleep that way. She's very obvious when it comes to like needing more sleep. So that's how it is for us. I also asked someone, someone asked me for like a tutorial of how I nurse in the Ergo or the Tula. So I'm going to try and film that and let folks see if that's something that you're curious about, but that's been helpful as well. But yeah, that's kind of, I guess that's our sleep rhythm always with some nuance for teething, I suppose. And I hope that that answers your question, friend. And yeah, and I love that she specifically said like, have you found a good rhythm for this season? And understanding that the seasons change and I could talk about our sleep in two months and it could be totally different, you know, but that's, what's working for us right now. So Thanks. there's the answer to that question. Thanks the other question sharing. I got <laughs> is about coffee enemas. Cause oh. I recently shared that I have picked those back up again. Okay. I don't think I've shared anything about that on the podcast. I'm, I have not, this is the first time hearing of it. I must've yeah. missed that story. Please so do I was tell. doing them before I got pregnant and I, I love them. Like I, I think that people get weirded out because you put something in your booty, but 
there's so many benefits and I'm sure we could have a whole podcast. In fact, I'm having Carly, if you don't follow her, it's Carly Loves Kale. And she's going to come on and share her birth stories, but she's also like healed herself holistically from thyroid cancer and coffee enemas have been like one of the, the big components of that healing for her. So maybe we'll chat about it when she comes on. I'm not an expert, but from my own experience, I like doing them once a week. And so I've been doing them on Saturdays and it's not messy. Like it's, it's very, I don't know, it's me time. And so I've been doing those. And so on Saturday, typically in the morning on Instagram, I'll do like kind of like my little checklist of the things that I've gotten done in the morning, which I just love that kind of rhythm and sharing that. And she was the only person that even saw it. Cause I put it in there on Saturday and she's like, what coffee? I need to tell me more. So that, again, that's another DM that I'm like, okay, I'll answer that here. But yeah, I'm doing them once a week on Saturdays. My only, <laughs> I hadn't done them in so long that I forgot that they energize you. I mean, there's caffeine going into your body via your intestines. And so I did my first one after having had Indy when she, you know, she's like almost nine months old. I wanted to wait a little bit, but I did it at 2 PM and that was a huge mistake. I had the most kick-ass afternoon, like felt like a million bucks. I had asked Rusty for a long time, took my computer to our like local tap room and got a cider and just, it was like the best afternoon into the evening. I was like flying on cloud nine, but then it was like, we went to bed, you know, I was like, okay, it's 10. Like I for sure can fall asleep. 11, 12, one. I didn't fall asleep till 2 AM. So if you do them and you're sensitive to caffeine, give yourself 12 hours between like when you want to go to sleep. So last weekend I did at 7 AM. And I had no issues, but I just had a wonderful day. And it's just really, really incredible for detoxification and for digestion and energy levels and like gallbladder health, liver health. I just, I can't recommend enough. So, and if you, if you have questions, you know, I'm not necessarily the person to go to, but what I can do is if you want to like get access to the kit that I use, shoot me a message and I can send you the links for what I use at home. But that's my coffee enema DM answer. (laughs) I'm intrigued, but I probably will never try it not because I like any judgment whatsoever just because I just it's not your jam it's not my jam okay I try a lot of weird stuff I don't know I'll never say never I'll I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow (laughs) your journey and and learn a little bit I probably won't be sharing that much of it (laughs) can you do a tutorial (laughs) on Instagram (laughs) I'm sure you could find those it won't be for me I could show you how to brew the coffee (laughs) are you using like like organic coffee or is it like... Oh God, there's like a very specific like okay. enema coffee. And yeah, I would not use anything but like the cleanest, best shade grown, et cetera, et cetera. I'm using actually like it's a green coffee, I believe. But they make they make it specific to enemas or like, you know, at least they sell it. There are companies that sell it specific to coffee enemas. It's a whole world, my friends. It's a whole I mean, world. I, yeah, it sounds... I mean, I've heard, I've heard of it, obviously, like several people that I follow and know in real life like swear by them so pretty good stuff I'm curious it's interesting yeah what so else aside, aside from teething and coffee enemas <laughs> i'm trying to remember where we went last that i had the update we went to white salmon i don't know i think i have updated on that Did you? yeah okay and if you want to hear about that trip then go join patreon because <laughs> <laughs> it feels like so long ago i'd rather just kind of update on like more current life you know yeah. we're transitioning into the fall, Evie's back in forest school. Indy's almost nine months. I've started homeschooling, you know, intermittently. Well, every day thus far this week, even if it's just, it's just like a single lesson. And that's been way, way, way easier and simpler and actually more enjoyable than I even could have expected. I'm using Blossom and Root and I highly recommend it, especially if you are like doing it as an add-on. Your kid's maybe already going to like part-time school or forest school or something, or you just want to dabble 
it's broken into different subjects. So there's like language arts, there's, they put like math science and like nature study in one workbook. And then there's like a history and geography, history and geography, which kind of helps them. The history component at this age is like going back into your family history a little bit. And then there is a, like an art one. And so we dabbled in the language arts so far and the lessons are short. And so they have it. So there's a lesson from each of the different subjects per week. But I, so far, I've just done two language arts because I feel comfortable with that at this point. And then today we're going to do, I think, a nature study. And so it's been a really, really, really pleasant experience. And Evie looks forward to it. Last night when we laid in bed, you know, we always ask, like, what was the highlight of your day? And she said it was our, our homeschool lesson. And that just filled my freaking cup. And, I mean, this girl had had a play date that day. She had gone to forest school. So, like, for that to be a highlight just felt really, really good. And I'll continue to share more on that as we dive deeper. But highly recommend Blossom and Root, especially if you're just novice and just wanting to tinker, because I don't have any experience with any other ones. But that's been great. And navigating, I've been like, you know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about the power of ask. And this year, I just wanted to set myself up to not have to deal with drop off and pick up. And so it's just, it's a huge stressor for me. You, many of you have heard that saga, but I found another, Evie has a friend at her, one of the forest schools who goes to our jujitsu gym with her. And I was like, okay, she's got to live in Port Angeles and her school is like at the far end of Squim. And so I figured if she goes to this jujitsu, cause I know there's one over there, then she probably lives here. And sure enough, she lives like three blocks away. And so I reached out to her mom. And so we've started carpooling and that's been huge. And then I've got help on Friday from a teacher whose kid is in Evie's class. And then Tuesday, Thursday, we're alternating with another friend who lives locally. And so it's just been such a relief. Like it's a Thursday and I woke up this morning and I, for the first time in a while, was like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. Please sleep. And I feel like the less stressed I am, the less needy Indy is. And I don't love that word. Of course she needs me. But you know, like she's more content to play and whatnot because I think she's feeding off my energy. And so it's just been, it's been huge, very, very helpful. And I just, my whole energy is just kind of shifted. So that's been great. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Rusty spends most of his days down in the basement working. You know, he's, we've set some pretty set like boundaries around his work time and his workspace. I know that I've talked about that here too. Like I am, especially before Evie was back in school, it was like, I was like full-time mom working for CrossFit and trying to grow my business and build, maintain, you know? And so we're falling into a, a good rhythm there now with Evie in school. And then I'm going to start having help next week from page in the mornings a couple days a week. And so feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm loving my work with CrossFit. My team is amazing. And that's been great. I've got the sourdough holiday book, which I've titled, I think I've shared here, uh, festive and fermented. And that will be going, I I'd like to get that going by the end of October is my goal actually, just because I feel like people are excited. There's recipes that will be good as soon as the weather starts getting cooler. They don't have to be like Christmas or, you know, holiday recipes. So that has been super fun. Jess did my sticky bun photos, which I cannot wait to see. And then Kirsten's I'm working on some. those today, just FYI. Oh, it's on my list. Cool. My heart did a little putter. <laughs> so I'm feeling super excited about that. I'm looking right now at all the holiday products for Beauty Counter, which has me excited. They're great. They're, I'm really pumped. It's They're like really stuff good that this year. I really like, want. Really, really good this yeah. year. 
So, you know, Indy went down for a nap and I was like moving my table. I was just telling Jess before we hopped on, like moving my table around to try and get better light. Don't really know what I'm doing. I wish I could just hire you to come here and <laughs> take them for me, but I'm going to do like film a little video, you know, the, the fun, like unveiling, unveiling of that is always, it's fun every year and just kind of getting into that mood. It helps me. The One of the many beautiful things about beauty counter business is that it helps me get in like the holiday mood. Like I went and pulled out a decoration, this one of my favorites that says joy and just like, okay, like I, I'm not ready for Christmas yet, but I am feeling ready for that shift. Like I made soup last night and we're going to have grilled cheese and tomato soup tonight. And tomorrow I just kind of jumped into food, but I know we talked about this, I think on the zoom call where like, you're like, nothing really sounds good right now because we're in that cusp where it's so 90 for you. But like, I'm starting to crave more soups and stews and like that warming food, which is fun. Meanwhile, in our garden, we still have like our cherry tomatoes are just starting to boom and we still have tons of strawberries, but we also have pumpkins growing, you know, and onions and all that. So transitioning into fall foods and fall feels and, you know, the darker mornings and it getting darker sooner. At first I was so hesitant. And so like, I don't know, wishing it would go away, but now <laughs> I'm leaning into it and we're watching a little bit of GBB in the evenings. And then all the nostalgia is coming back for this time last year when I was, you know, starting to feel like way more pregnant and all of that. So I'm looking forward to the holidays with my, both my girls. It's just really fun to think about. So those are like the, I think the main things going on here. Life is pretty good. I ups and downs, of course, lots of feels. Some days I lay down at the end of the night. I'm like, holy shit, (laughs) what happened today? You know, and other days I'm like, just like super flowy, but I'd say the past few days have been really nice. Oh, and what I was going to share is that also, talking about, I'm all over the place, but talking about like the, you know, the warming food. (laughs) So we are, you know, we're starting to get into soups and stuff. And I think where I was going with that earlier is that we are going like quasi camping. This kind of runs in the same vein and theme of this like cusper season where I'm not quite ready to let go of summer, but I'm getting there and I'm feeling more open to it all. I'm not quite ready to give up camping yet, but our setup with our specific air mattress, I just don't feel comfortable with indie and it being like super cold. And so I booked a campsite locally. And this is kind of the way that we transition out of camping for the season is that we're just tomorrow, we're going to go in the afternoon and probably walk down to the beach and like set up camp without actually setting up our tent. And we're going to do dinner. And then sourdough, I just finally shared my sourdough graham cracker recipe. And so I made it, making a batch of those. They're fermenting right now. And we're going to do s'mores around the fire and then, you know, be home by seven and sleep in our beds. And so that's, it'll be like a fun, like camp out night without actually camping. And then for the equinox last week, you know, we did something similar, but just in our backyard, we set up a big fire and had like a camp out and reflected on the transition, which I, is one of my favorite things to do always is on the, the equinoxes or the solstices is make a fire, sit around with my family, enjoy something delicious. And we talk about our highlight from the prior season and one thing we learned. And then we talk about what we're looking forward to for the season to come and one intention, like our one goal. And I love doing that quarterly versus once a year. And then I love just like, I feel like that's kind of kicks off for this time of year, just as many fires as possible. Cause you know, we are more sparing with fires in the summer just because of the air quality and the, there, there's always, there can be like burn bans and stuff out here, but I'm really looking forward to another fire, more sourdough graham crackers. And then there's something about fire that's like so primal. And for me, really, really helps me to be present 
with the girls and with myself and reflective and like, you just like sit in a fire by a fire in silence. I noticed that with the girls too. So really looking forward to that. And that'll be a nice way to continue to kind of like ease into fall with a camp out night. And then the week after that is my birthday actually. (laughs) So when you're listening to this, my birthday is like three days later, it's on the eighth. And so we have another camp out planned, which I'm also looking forward to, but this one's more of like a glamping thing. I think I might've shared, but maybe not. And so it's this really cool A-frame cabin. And I'm going to, I'll share all about that one on Instagram, but it's super, super, super excited about it. And I'll be really looking forward to sharing, but we're going to like do Finn River and have some cider and then go have a big fire and sleep at the cool glamping site. And then the next day we'll spend some time in Port Townsend and then dinner at my favorite restaurant in town here. Just looking forward to, I don't know. I, you know, it's like one of those things where like, I don't want any presents for my birthday. I just want it to be really fun for everyone that I'm with, <laughs> uh, which no surprise <laughs> Spoken there, like right? a true seven. <laughs> I know. And so I'm just, I, it's so fun for me to get to, like, I'm not the kind of person who's like, plan my birthday for me. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I want, I don't really want a surprise birthday thing. I want to take the reins and like do a bunch of really fun things with the people that I love and control what I do. <laughs> <laughs> And so camping is, I always want to camp for my birthday, but it's been a tradition for the past like five years. But with Indy again, being so little, we're doing like a quasi camp. So we're doing a a glamping situation. So I'll report back on that, but that's the latest heading into 35 and feeling more grateful than I ever have in my entire life. So there we are. I just rambled a lot. Thanks for hearing me. That's amazing. I love it. (laughs) I love the update. I like just totally blank. You're about to be 35. You said, yes, I will be 35 on the eighth. Okay. I cannot remember if I'm going to be 39 or 38. And if I'm going to be 39, I didn't realize I was like four years older than you are. Am I going to be 39? I think I am. Are you? What what year are you born? I'm 83. I'm 87. Okay. I'm October 87. So end of 87. Yeah. I'm December 83. So that's four years, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Mass. I turn 80, I turn 35 while you're still 38. Yes. And then, so then you'll I'll turn 39 yes. two months later. Yes. Mass. I can't believe I this soon. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe I'm going to be 39. Holy smokes. Wow. I just had a moment. I mean, not like, it's not scary to me. It's just kind of like wild. Like, yeah. what? What? Time goes so fast. Oh my god! Time, time is what is time? I don't even know. (laughs) What is time? (laughs) That's it's funny because we've been having this conversation because Cammy's six and like she's very concerned. She gets frustrated because we'll be like in thirty minutes, and she's like, I don't understand what thirty minutes. Like you know, it's like she's heard us say it before, but like it's it's like they're just learning time, and so anyways, she's always like, I don't know what time is. How did I get here? I know I try and like say, so for Evie, it's like a 30 minute drive to school. So anything that's around 30 minutes, I'm like, it's like leaving our house and getting to your school, you know, and that seems to kind of help, but it's still it's tough. It's a weird concept even for a 35 year old. (laughs) And so Bear also is like, recently he was like, he said, and we'd not talked about this before, but it was like the, the relativity. Cause he was like, you know, sometimes it like 30 minutes seems like a really long time. And then sometimes <laughs> it goes by so fast. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah. Like, <laughs> that is like actual. And so we talked about it, like, you know, when you're having fun, like time flies, but when you're doing something hard, usually it, 
it feels like it takes forever. Yeah. Anyways, fun stuff. Well, thanks for sharing all your updates, friend, and walking us through your enemas (laughs) and your sleep. It just made me like, as you were sharing about the sleep, I was just, it's just, we're so in like such a different season. And it's like, I was thinking about like what we did with Bear and like what we did with Camille and how we did things differently and similar. And it's just like, if I had to, not that anyone asked me about sleep because my kids are like six and nine at this point, but my biggest like point of advice on sleep is just like, like release it, like Mm -hmm. give your kids the, the tools, like the basic tools to have as good a sleep as possible. And other than that, like it changes so much so frequently like you know it's just like we don't have ultimately control over that like and so as much as you can try just try and try and roll with it because it's like teeth and then someone gets sick and then there's a leap and then you know like it's just i don't know i just remember those days and feel i remember feeling very much like how do i do this but at the end of the day our kids are six and nine and they sleep well and it's, you know, you just figure it out. You figure it out. Anyways, let's see. What's going on in my world? I, so first and foremost, I just want to say thank you all so much for your feedback from last, I think it was the last episode. Well, no. So the parenting with Lindsay was the last episode. It was the um, two before that. I feel like both of them yeah. have just been nonstop. I've gotten it too. A lot of people talking about what you shared because it was so incredible and vulnerable, but just in general, people just love those, those couple. Yeah. And I think like the the biggest takeaway from the feedback is like, you know, I, th- I think that we're always vulnerable, like on the podcast, but I think sometimes when we're willing to really kind of like rip the bandaid off and like, just really say that, you know, this is hard or like, I'm struggling with this. I feel like that's when people really get like the, the okay to connect back. Cause sometimes, and I'm not saying that like, I don't always share everything that's hard in my life because, you know, for me, it's like, I don't necessarily want to dwell on those things all the time. Like I'm working them through with like my friends and family. But, you know, when we do share that, I feel like sometimes it really allows people and not that I think that I'm some like, I don't even know, like Instagram podcast celebrity, like by like far from it. But sometimes it feels like, you know, we've had this podcast and we're not experts, but like, it feel it can feel like because we're sharing a, oftentimes in like retrospect that we've got things figured out and like you know we we can give advice on all these things because we know what to do and like i don't know I, I i don't know if that's sometimes a barrier for people to like actually connect and share their like what they're going through but i think what i've learned this is a roundabout way of saying that like when i share the really vulnerable things that i'm going through when i'm in a place and i feel safe to share those it just opens up that connection and you really understand that like I'm just a, just, just a fumbling human being <laughs> the same way that like everyone else is. And I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. I feel like that's what resonated. It was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Like this is, you know, p- these people are going through hard seasons too and that's okay. And like, we're not alone. And that was the biggest feedback was like, I, I didn't feel alone. Yeah. And I even had people who were, have kids like my age or younger who were like, it was so cool hearing Jess talk about parenting older kids because it gives people 
I don't know, some insight into what's to come because life as a mom is so, everything's always so uncertain and not mm-hmm. like our kids are going to be just like yours. But mm-hmm. the fact that you're navigating it, I think is, I know me and probably others peace of mind of like, okay, someone's doing it before me. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and that, that it's had, she's doing it, she's doing a good job and it's hard, but she's, she's, she's doing it, you know? Yeah, totally. Hiya. Interrupting this podcast with an important word from a beloved sponsor, Haya Health Kids Daily Vitamins. Haya is a thoughtfully sourced kids multivitamin made from a blend of 12 farm fresh fruits and vegetables and turbocharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to help support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, teeth, bones, and more. Minus all the sugar you might find in typical kids vitamins. And Evie loves the flavor. She has these every morning with breakfast, and for once, getting multivitamins in her isn't a battle. It's also non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. The other cool part is that Haya arrives straight to your door every month, one last thing to remember, and your first month comes with a reusable glass bottle your kids can personalize with stickers. Then, every month thereafter, Haya sends a no-plastic refill pouch of fresh vitamins, which means it's good for us and the environment. I have to say, I've never had our kids remind me every single morning to give them their vitamins like I have since we switched to Haya. They absolutely love them. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off, that's five zero your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com forward slash Modern Mamas. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com forward slash Modern Mamas and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. That felt so good. Like if, I mean, not that I need positive feedback, but just to hear from people who have been listening to our podcast for however long they've been listening to and they know me and they've seen this evolution to hear them be like, I know I can tell that like you're doing a good job and you're doing the best that you can and you love your kids. And like they feel, it seems, you know, to all outside appearances that they feel loved and, and not just because like what I put on Instagram, but what I've shared, like my whole evolution as a parent here on this podcast, very raw and real, like, People do know me, right? And so it's really cool to hear that feedback from people who have been tuning in. And it was just powerful. It was really, really powerful. So since that kind of, it was like the, the those two catch-up episodes. And then it was the Parenting with Lindsay podcast, which was like actually the day after a huge meltdown and like just off the rails. Like we recorded it. It was just perfect timing. And then I shared a little bit of an update on Patreon, but just to kind of like keep everyone up to speed on this like roller coaster ride of motherhood, things have been really good. It's like, you know, there's a, a whole tornado hurricane of reasons why, you know, some weeks are tough and others are not. But it seems I shared on the the Patreon episode that like, you know, I had gone to Beauty Counter Lead, which was amazing, by the way. And then I come back and I was super tired. And Cammie was having a hard time at bedtime the the night I came back and she was crying. She was upset and she was just saying like really kind of jarring things like I, I hate this. Like I hate going to sleep. Like I don't like my life, like stuff, you know, just really getting it all out. And my normal MO is to be like, you don't mean that. Like, let's talk about things that 
like, let's let's talk about why you're wrong and like why you should you know not saying that that's what I say directly but like my mo is to try and like fix and be like this is why you know your life is awesome and this is why you shouldn't feel that way but what I did instead partly because and we kind of chuckled about this partly because I was so tired <laughs> and I just wanted to hold her and I just wanted to snuggle with her and I just wanted to like have some connection with her instead of all of that. I just was like, I'm just going to tell her that like I understand and that I feel that way too sometimes and that life is hard sometimes and that we all feel that way. And I did. So I just kind of like told her, held her, and it was like it was like magic. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because what I thought was gonna be this long drawn out process of like consoling her, it was like the moment I said I like heard her and that it was okay. She totally, I mean, it was like, it really was magic. She like kind of stopped crying and she was like, oh, okay. Like, all right. And then I was like, can I, can I snuggle with you? And I'll just hang out with you essentially while you feel all the feels. And she was like, yeah. And so we snuggled on her bed and it ended up being amazing. <laughs> and so the lesson there for me is that I have a lot of growing to do, but that I also have been like, I mean, just experimenting. I'm experimenting in the ways that I respond in those tough moments to see what, what she needs from me. I'm not always going to get it right. And it just so happens that I did get it, you know, quote unquote, air quotes, right that night. But it, it just taught me that I don't necessarily need to fix her feelings. And that is like a huge, like, thing for me, not just with Camille or, you know, with Bear, but like, in like a lot of my relationships, like I don't have to fix people's feelings. I just have to be there and quote, like hold the space for those feelings to like be expressed. Oftentimes that is the solution that I'm looking for. Like I want to fix things and maybe the only way to fix things is to just let them be. And so anyways, that's kind of like a rambly roundabout way to say that like I, we tapped into something that I think is going to be really helpful, like moving forward with Camille. And I just have to keep reminding myself that, that she doesn't need me to fix it. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Totally. <laughs> and I am grateful for that because I catch myself doing the same thing. And sometimes I do it because I like, you know, I think I, I, I bring a lot back to the Enneagram 7 stuff now. It's like I want... I want us all to have, like, especially if she's feeling things and like trying to get her to school or like we're about to go on a family vacation or whatever it is. I'm kind of like, I can fix this. So let's, mm -hmm. let's make it better so we can just move forward, you know, mm -hmm. and just sitting in it and feeling it and being like, you're, you know what, you're right. Sometimes things are so hard. Mm -hmm. And right now this is so hard. And remembering that even if that moment's not hard for me, it's like, it's little, it seems yeah. so minute, but she needs to feel that thing in that moment, you know? Yeah. So I just appreciate you sharing that because it's been such a good reminder to me too. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm glad to share it. Like I said, I'll share the, the mishaps and I hopefully will share the things that actually like help a little bit in the hopes that someone else takes something from it. But so that's been really good. And just trying to be intentional with her. Like yesterday, I got home from doing like a, f a food photo day and I wanted to like just get right into editing photos and like work until the last minute. And instead I was like, you know what? Like I've had a, I've had a full day. She's had a full day. Like I'm going to like put my work away. And then I asked her if she wanted to draw with me. 
because she loves to draw. And so we we drew like pictures. I was like, you tell me what to draw and then I'll draw it. And so, you know, she was like, draw an owl, draw a tiger, draw a mouse, like, you know. And so we just had such a great time. And I feel like that goes a long way. It goes back to like, gosh, podcast archives where we had Peace and Parenting on and she's it's special the idea of special time and it doesn't have to be like crazy but it's like a little bit like 20 minutes of undivided attention with your kids can can really do so much for their whole like for your connection and so I'm gonna keep kind of leaning into that and then an update with Bear because I kind of shared that we were like navigating some like just mature concepts at school and computer use and all of that. And we had a meeting with his, the head of our school and his teacher last week. And it went really, really well. And it just, I'm so, so grateful for, it It just reminds me again, like I, I'm so grateful for the place that our kids are educated. And while it is definitely like a stretch for our family and it's a, sacri- a sacrifice in a lot of ways to like, keep them in this school. I'm just grateful for receptive educators and people who are willing to kind of like meet us where we're at and open to feedback and who care about our kids like as much as, well, maybe not as much as we do, but care about our kids a lot. And so that went really, really well. And we explored some different options to kind of like put into protection, like young minds and computer usage and all of that. So I think it's improved things. Bear is still coming home on the daily and conf- I'm doing air quotes, no one can see it, but like confessing things every day. But at this point, I feel like it's more, it's just something he has to do for himself because none of what he's really confessing is like, it's all like nothing like he would get in trouble for or nothing that would need us to correct him or like give guidance on. It's just, he like needs to, to get it off his chest every day. Like, with Tim and with I. It sounds like he's just processing. Ultimately. He's processing. I really think he's just processing any, because again, I'm, I'm like, you know, you're not in trouble. I'll tell him like, you didn't do anything wrong. Like this is normal. And I was like, do you just feel like you need to, to like tell me and you feel better? And he was like, yeah. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna ride it out. <laughs> just really try my best to stay present and to stay neutral and, to hear it like he literally like I got home yesterday and he was like can you step outside on the porch with me and I was like yes and so he like stopped what he was doing we went out on the front porch and he like had his confession time and then we moved on but then he like had the same confession time with Tim like it's like he just needs to like tell us both so anyways I feel like it's getting better though like I'm sure we'll have a follow up with his teachers and the head of school soon to kind of recap everything, but it, it, it seems like it's getting better. So good things all around. I mean, other than that, I'm trying to think if there's anything huge going on right now. We talked on the Patreon, like I think that was Tuesday, about like just kind of feeling in this weird place because it's it's fall, but it's not quite fall here. And now that the like the weather's turning a little bit and the you know, the mornings are darker and things are feeling a little bit more cozy. Like I can feel my, like my spirit kind of like settling into this season. And I just want to keep reminding myself, I don't know if we talked about this on the Patreon episode or the Zoom hang, but like not to get all frenzied around this season. And I really, really, really want to intentionally 
try and slow down, not add things to my plate. Like if anything, take things off my plate in this season. And so I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that I'll be able to maintain that this this year because in seasons past there's just it's been a lot of like frenzied activity like frantic energy and so I'm just keeping that like close to me and just reminding myself of that anytime I want to like do all know. the things yeah do all the things I, I have a very similar goal and I think I said this on the Patreon one too but it's like for so long I've been trying to manifest that Rusty gets a full time job that I can slow down and like be more mom like mm-hmm. add more of that into my day to day you know really just slow the hell down it took a little bit but I feel like I'm finally leaning into that and just realizing that everything will get done. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I don't know if you struggle with that too. It's like, mm-hmm. I've got this list and when am I going to do it? Cause I don't have set times necessarily, but it always gets done. It will get done. It will. It will. <laughs> and I, I, I 100% agree. Like a revelation I had the other day was like, like I sit down and I get fr- like upset. Like at the end of the day, when I've added like 20 things to my to-do list and I've only done three and I'm like, who in the hell can do all this stuff in one day? And why did I think that like putting it on my list for the day would be a good idea? And so now I'm just really trying to be realistic with my day today, you know, prioritizing things that have deadlines and then the things that don't like knowing that like I will get to it. The work life boundaries have become very fluid over the summer and like, I don't know, in the last like month or so to where it's like six o'clock and I'm still trying to get work done. And my kids are home, been home for hours. And like, I just don't like that feeling trying to milk, milk work, the day, milk the day. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. There's tiny ones up. I'm in the Yay! bedroom now. <laughs> I feel the same way. And so I feel like the homeschool stuff has really helped. Cause I've like there, I've been very clear with Evie when we're doing it. I might take a picture at the beginning or something, but like phone goes to the charger. And, and so that's been, that's been really nice. But yeah, I, I have similar and I had to just ex- embrace sometimes working after they go down. Otherwise it's hard to uh, get it all done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the beauty. And sometimes the challenge of like working for yourself is mm-hmm. that the beauty is like, you can actually choose to be present mm-hmm. dur- as much as you can when your kids are home. And that's amazing. You may have to work in the evening, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the alternative is like working when they're there or not working at all, which, you know, it's like, then you can't have a yeah. business. <laughs> <laughs> like you do have to work at some point, yeah. but like the you- only time I'll ever get back on my phone or open my computer after they've gone to bed is if I, if I have a very specific plan right. of like a specific task, the one thing I'm going to check it off and go to bed. Cause if I just get on there and like, I'm just going to get some things done. It's like, I just, it's a vortex. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. You may not have these headphones. You may not. <laughs> no. Well, that's really good timing. I feel like we've shared a pretty good amount. I don't yeah, really have anything. Everyone, yeah, I don't really have anything like major, major. If y'all have questions hmm. for us, shoot us DMs and we will answer them here, along with all the catch ups. Yeah, totally. I love that kind of idea that you are like attacking like the big questions that like are nuanced. I feel like through the podcast. So yeah, if y'all yeah. have anything like that that y'all want us to dive more deeply into please 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 yeah it doesn't have to be like a topical episode you know it can just be like hey i've got a question about the way you're feeding your kid or Mm -hmm. how you take pictures or you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever Mm -hmm. it is we want to we want to answer those things but it's not always going to be in dms yep absolutely 
Well, thanks for this. Yeah. I hope you Always guys have a, a good rest of your day. Thanks. I'm going to go make some hummus and vacuum out my sweet pile now that she's awake and hopefully film a little <laughs> unboxing. We'll see if that happens. What do you think? You Mine's up for tomorrow. We got our Christmas decorations out as well. And I was like, yay, I can dress up as Santa. <laughs> Love it. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> so fun. So fun. Best of luck to you over there. Thank you. All God right. Speed. All right. Love you so much. Love you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.